0: Hi, I'm not and I'm at church. What's shocking and, and difficult is no matter what type of Christianity you claim, Frank, there's another group that claims Christianity that thinks you're a heretic and don't believe. Like, there's no, there's no version of Christianity where there's not a version of Christianity that thinks you're a heretic. Does that make sense? Like, it's, it's a weird thing to think about, but when you really break it down, you're like, we are so fractured in that way yeah defund the church rebuild the kingdom ain't no doubt time to wake
1: up because the church walls shouldn't be there to keep people out yeah let's come together ready for change now is the time we are one unit that is under god let's put an end to the racial divide Uh, i gotta scream it out louder let's rebuild the kingdom from the ground up bringing unity in the community and keep the holy spirit all around us yeah yeah defund the church let's go to the continuation of our last episode, farewell, but not goodbye. Enjoy. I think that's a very good point. I think that, like you said, to just be stuck on racism or just one thing, um, you know, the nationalism perspective of syncretism that we have or fuse Christianity with, you know, this American uh, exceptionalism, as you mentioned before, um, is a dangerous place that we are where literally people... Think that's the only way, and they think if you go against that, you're going against, going against God, and it almost feels like the passage says Jesus talks about people will kill you, and and celebrate and say it's in my name and it's good, and, and there and there are people on that path because they're have have woven this into their minds, um, and it's a very dangerous dangerous place to be um, because we're my my thing is this. Where is the, where is the church that's the example, I guess, that she, that we would look at, I guess, and this is not to, we, we, we obviously don't talk about church, but I'm just saying like, is there an American church that, that fits the ideals of of, of a kingdom? Or, I mean, there's American churches that are successful, right? There's plenty of big churches, but like when you look underneath of their, you know, the facade, I mean, there's been, I didn't, I'm not making, I'm not doing Shady Hillsong Church, but there's been articles that have come out about their process and, how they prep for their shows and how they have their volunteers work, basically working like slaves and not making any money or very little money. And just the, the the disrespect that they receive almost just to put on a show, you know, this production. So it's like, you know, you've gotten this, this platform that has been created where there is a celebrity pastor to worship. Um, you know, we have YouTube personalities. I'm not saying all YouTube personalities are bad. I don't want to say that at all. Um, in case this ever gets on YouTube, but there's just a way of navigating things that's very self-serving. And you gotta be careful with that. Now, God says, if you lift his name, he'll lift you up. But it feels like there's a lot of people lifting their own names up and kind of putting some cool revelational theology that they may have heard, maybe not even fully heard. But you know, I I I think what's dangerous we see is there's a lot of people sharing things that God may have revealed to them only for a very short time for a season only for a personal reason they're broadcasting that as a ministry you know because God will give you things and say hey pastor or hey frank do this and it's just for my family it's just for my friends if it wasn't to make a youtube channel with hundred thousand views like do this one thing God told me to do this one thing it was just for you and, and we don't have the discernment because we we, we want to elevate ourselves, and get approval in the eyes of man. It's like, God's already approved. If he's using you, if you've got, you know, one person that you're ministering to and he's over, then that's, then that's successful. I know that doesn't seem like it, doesn't feel like it, but I know it's all about the clicks and the views and the the CPMs and, you know, CPA and all that stuff. And, and, And I'm not saying you shouldn't do those things, but it's just like, I want, one of the things I like about what we did is, you know, obviously we 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 only had, you know, a few hundred people listening to the show. We didn't, I mean, just being fully transparent, we didn't have ten hundred yeah. thousand 100,000 people listening to the show. Yeah. But I feel like we never turned our message into something to get more clicks or to get more likes. Yeah. And whatever is coming after this, I want to keep it to where hey, it is what God is saying I and mean, I'm the mouthpiece. I'm not trying to make it cuter or make it sound a little better or sexier so that people will Kind of get into it. It's just like this is what God has revealed and said about this thing, and He's using me to say, and here's what it is, and and living with you know the fact that people might not like it. There might not be many clicks, or the people might come on and say this is dumb and, and things like that, and being okay with that. And I think that when you have a message that you know defund the church, rebuild the kingdom, people aren't going to hear defund the church. I mean, we even intro songs that defund the church, We've rebuild the kingdom, that. but people get stuck on. The defund part they're like well you want to just the church is good you couldn't say that about the church you know are you really a christian and, and 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 so we have we're so hung up we're so triggered um by things and i think that in this next season that we're gonna you know have to be get get beyond um being triggered by different words defund the church will be the least offensive thing that we hear in the next season yeah. about you know from from you know from what's happening and i think when you look around the world different governments and not that this is a political show at all, but I think that these things are falling into where if you ignore them and you don't address them, like, like, question, the hard question, you don't really have the gospel. You just have kind of this story. You're kind of reciting the history of the Bible and ignoring the relevance of the power of, and I think there's a lot of churches that are doing it. They're saying, yeah, Hey, let's read about Daniel Elizon. Oh yeah. It was great faith. You know, well, let's read about this, but they're not applying it to what's happening now in the yeah. world and, and, and what we're seeing is we're seeing the decay of 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 democracy of people's rights and and and, and you know you know for anybody listening to saying oh you're just you know you're just you know some lib and, and it's like first of all that's a very I, one of the things since this you know i don't know who's listening but one of the things i i really as a, as a black man really get offended by is the fact that somehow just because I'm black, I'm I'm liberal. Like I'm more conservative than many white people. I I'm very liberal about my life. So it's like when it comes to justice and my and my family being taken care of, I'm gonna go all in. Whatever, however far it <laughs> takes to go do that, I'm gonna go there. But you know, a lot of these, you know, um you know, sexual identity issues and like that, like I'm probably pretty fairly conservative on some of those things. And I think that's okay, mm-hmm. but I think that's why it's very dangerous to put in labels on people because you're already saying, well, you don't know who people are. And I think in this next season, we need to make sure we're aligning ourselves as Christians, especially, and not and not labeling each other, not saying, oh, well, you you listen to this guy, so you're, you're a conservative or you're a liberal. It's like, do I have the same spirit? Do I Did Jesus die for me? Or he just died for people that were con- fundamentalist conservative or people that were just liberal, people that just, it's like, he didn't die for anyone. But he died so that his will could be done through us mm-hmm. so whatever our ministries are yeah. can we not criticize what they are and, and we have to be honest and say there's gonna there's gotta be people on both sides that are doing his will because we're, we're so divided yeah. right now we could, we can't even reach everyone we're not even in position to bring everybody yeah. together and, and, that, and that's what's, really the saddest thing
0: what's shocking and and difficult is no matter what type of christianity you claim frank there's another group that claims Christianity that thinks you're a heretic and don't believe like, there's no, there's no version of Christianity where there's not a version of Christianity that thinks you're a heretic. Does that make sense? Like, it's, it's a weird thing to think about, but when you really break it down, you're like, we are so fractured in that way. But I think, I think the one thing that is so clear to me is that if the church could just really separate from the state and prime primarily American nationalism like this christian nationalism of like uh flag wrapping around the cross let's just put it like that right i'm all about being proud of your country i'm i I love the olympics i have multiple people that are going to be in the olympics that i am rooting for this year and i'm rooting for our country to get more gold medals than everyone else right I, i i i celebrate you know um Memorial Day. I celebrate other, you know, holidays that are, you know, either for people who have sacrificed and lost their lives, or for people, you know, or, or, or even just for our independence and what that represents. Uh, even though it's flawed, it still represents a good idea and a, and ultimately, an ideal we should be striving to live up to. Right? These are all good things. I'm not saying these are bad things. I don't celebrate that because the King of Kings tells me to celebrate that. Though I celebrate that because. Um, that's the context in which I live. Um, I don't celebrate that because of my faith. I celebrate that just because I'm a human and this is the community in which I've organized. Uh like I, I'm a part of being organized within. Does that make sense? Um, I I hesitate to put too much reliance on and comfort in the kingdom of this world. That just seems antithetical to who Jesus is. At the same time, I feel an obligation to be involved because I think to not be involved, especially as a white person, it reveals a certain amount of privilege I have to just ignore voting or ignore the issues because oh, it doesn't affect me, or, or it doesn't affect me as much as it might affect you, Frank. Right? So, like, I, I think I think I should be involved, but I think my involving should always be held with a measure of. Let me be careful to put my hope in this because this isn't where my hope should be. I should strive to see change in this world and even in the kingdom of this world. But the kingdom of this world is never going to look like the kingdom of God. So if I'm expecting that, or if I'm trying to work toward that end, that's a fruitless endeavor. American nationalism tells you it's not. That's a problem. Like, it's a real problem because it's, it's just not what Jesus said. And it's just not the place we should be putting our effort and energy. And so I see a big problem with the church putting so much effort and energy into this idea that we are the city on the hill. We are the new Jerusalem. We are the, like, somehow God's chosen people. Somehow America, somehow like you have, a you have like conservative Christians who believe that like, God dropped the Bible in America, you know, when, when Christopher Columbus landed here, and that's how we got it. Like, they don't know even the history. They don't, they they serve a white Jesus who they don't even recognize, like, Jesus was Middle Eastern. Like, there's just so much that I think that mindset props up unhealthy images that lead to other systemic problems within our faith and within our culture. So I think about that, and I say, wow, if we could just really work on American nationalism, we could do a lot to unify ourselves around the kingdom of God, around something greater, around something worth putting our hope in. I think part of the reason like Christians are so disgruntled right now is because they've put their hope in something that will not satisfy their hope, like will not satisfy their soul. Um, So of course you're going to be disgruntled and I'm not saying those people who have put their I don't think people who are you know Christian nationalists are heretics and going to hell i just think they're misguided like i think i think i think they they they've they've fallen into a context where you know the the religious right or whatever you want to call it you know kind of merged this concept together that you know took way in our churches and then you have more you know progressive churches if you want to call hillsong something like that where you see them like misusing people and 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 not stewarding and honoring people and I would say failing the kingdom ideal in that way not from a political standpoint necessarily but from a standpoint of saying like we don't even care about our own like we're going to just use them and move them off to the side if once they kind of are done and like not acknowledge all their work and it's like the church to me should be the ideal of like look, we're flawed people. We're going to make mistakes. I I run a church and I'm going to tell you, we're going to make mistakes. But part of it is that we're going to be humble about it. We're not going to try to hide it behind the scenes. If we make a mistake, we're going to be out there saying it. And I would hope that however large we become, we can be the type of community that's going to say it. And one of the things we're passionate about is we're not going to spend millions of dollars on a building. Like we're going to like fund our, move our resources into things that are actually working in the community. I mean, you're going to get me going on a rant here about, but these are things that I think are just such low hanging fruit for the next iteration of whatever the church in America is going to become. Like we have the opportunity to kind of innovate post COVID as we're all kind of coming out of this COVID time. It's like pastors and church leaders have this great opportunity to kind of reframe expectation. The church isn't about you being served. It's about you like serving the world. Like, let's do this. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm hopeful that we can, Find something to rally around and uh hopefully you'll continue having necessary conversations, exploring whatever that is.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean there's like like there's so much to do, and I and I think you mentioned a very important thing, which is we look at the other side as hellbound, and it's so easy to be like, well, they're all going to hell. Um and I you know it's funny because I've re- I've so I you know. Just at r- randomly, I have a I had another podcast. I haven't done in a while. It's called Christ over Crypto, and it focuses on like stewardship fi- financially. Um, but w- one of the things I was looking, at, I was kind of searching, and I and I found this thing called Crypto Christians, and it's not it doesn't do with cryptocurrency, but it's the idea of people who are in the faith, believe in Jesus, but they they're practicing another religion because of are of persecution. And I said, hmm, I wonder how many people are really, you know, in the kingdom versus the people who have the label. I think that, you know, we look at people who have a label, people who say, well, I'm this or I'm that, but you know, we need to start looking at the actions of people in this next season specifically, and not who they're not, we're not seeing where they're going to church. Some people go to church at, at a more conservative place because that's where they've always gone. That's their community and that's just what they do, but they don't necessarily subscribe or you know subscribe to all the things that are being taught and, and the other way around right like there's people that go to more progressive churches that are saying things that are maybe a little more um you know the you know so i guess what i'm saying is a lot of times the proximity of where we're in socially doesn't fully represent what god is doing with us doing with us and it's almost like it's almost like a double agent double agent god has already made people with the spirit where we already we already have his Spirit, us. So we can go anywhere and transform it And that means that he's also put people who are in places that we would never go. We'd never go into a mosque. I mean, I wouldn't go into a mosque. I wouldn't even know if I could go in a mosque. Like, I wouldn't know the protocol or anything like that. But there's people in there that are secretly knowing the truth of worshiping Jesus and they're they're, they're converting people. They know that they're in there at risk. There are people in different places. There are people who are in conservative churches saying, you know what, BLM is all right. Not necessarily the organization, but the idea that it matters. We need to focus on that. And there's people in you know, more progressive churches that may be tainting theology are saying, you know what? I don't I don't think that, you know, just if, what I'm saying is... There's we, diversity yes, is what you're saying. There, there's, right? di- there's diversity yes, that's being yes. represented. There's yeah. diverse. God, God knows what he's doing, I guess. And, and, and as we kind of, you know, wrap this up, you know, God knows what he's doing is what we want to say is, you know, it, it's definitely... You know, personally, from emotional standpoint, you know, it it really, you know, sucks. I was like, I I was, I was like, man, you know, and I was, it's funny because it's so funny how things happen because the week you, you know, mentioned to me, and this is a few, going a few weeks back, I was not having like the best week. So it was like, when I saw that email, I was like, oh, he wants to do it. And I was like, ah. So it was just like, sometimes you can even take stuff in 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 an instance and take it worse than what it is because you're already going through something else. And it's just like, it feels like piling on. But when you have a chance to step away from, you say, "Okay, this is this is you know something that you want people to be healthy um, in all things, and you want your to be healthy." And so, the last thing I'd ever want is for this podcast to continue, and you're just not into it, you're not able to do it, and it's going it's to show through. And I feel like in the episodes we have that we were never preoccupied with anything but doing the show, and I think that mm-hmm. will 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 show tr- true on anybody who listens to the show or hears the episodes that we, that we did together, that this was something that we both enjoyed. We weren't doing it out of obligation. It was truly a a call, a labor of love, um, that we were able to just share with people. And, and and obviously God willing in the future, be able to do, you know, many more episodes and share with more people and, and just continue to expand what he's doing because we know that God doesn't do stuff randomly just to do what he does stuff because he has a purpose behind it. And so we, we, we could sometimes we only see parts of it. This is, we only see the beginning. We saw the beginning. We all came together, but we don't know what the end of it looks like. So, you know, just just for this is just for anybody out there who's going through a season where they might feel like, man, things are not looking like they want wanted to, or the transitions are happening, or people are walking out of positions you thought they would be in for longer. Is that man, either you gotta trust in God or you trust in don't trust in God. Don't trust in even what the positioning that you're in trusting that he's positioning you repositioning you, mm. even if it seems uncomfortable. So I just want to kind of end with that. I'll let you. um
0: Yeah. Can I, can I, yeah, I would like ahead. to kind of sign off with a prayer slash blessing. I've, I've thought about this. I want to encourage you, Frank, to, you know, I've seen you even grow in our time together to, I really do think, you know, you, you saw this kind of calling into this. And certainly I understand you see me a little bit as a, a safety blanket in some ways with education, but at the same time, like you have a mind and you're, you're wrestling with concepts and praying and seeking God. And, and, uh, and I'm really thankful and hopeful for like, whatever the next chapter is, whatever the next door is, but I'm just going to read this prayer. And I kind of, is almost a blessing over you. Cause I really do think Um, who knows what doors God could open, right? So uh, good and gracious God, thank you for your great love and blessing over our lives. Thank you for your favor towards your children, which has no end. It lasts for eternity through the richness and the power of Christ. Forgive us, sometimes forgetting that you are intimately acquainted with all of our ways, that you know what concerns us and you cover us as with a shield. It's hard sometimes to fully let go of worries when we can't see all that you're doing, Lord. We confess our need for you because we struggle with trusting when we know that our circumstances are in need of a miracle by your hand. But again, we choose to believe, for it's in these very times where you are at work, reminding us that without you, it is truly impossible. Thank you for being the one who gives the power the one who can open the right doors, the one who can make things possible. It leaves us nowhere to look, but to you alone. Good and gracious God, guide us. We pray that you would open the right doors and opportunities in our lives for us and our loved ones. We pray that you would work powerfully to close the wrong doors too, protecting us from what we may need to walk away from. Establish the work of your hands, bring fulfillment to us these days. In Jesus name. Amen. amen. I, I believe that over you, man. Amen. I really, I really want to just say like, I, I think God's going to open the right doors um, for whatever is next for you, man. And here's the deal. Y'all ain't going to be able to hear this or see this, but at some point Frank and I are going to hang out and I'm looking forward to that in person. I, I'm definitely I'm man. To get some time to that. So <laughs>
1: awesome, man. Um, so yeah, just just again, thank you everyone for listening. Um, you know, like I said, this is this is farewell, but um not goodbye, or vice versa, was it a goodbye but not farewell, whatever? Um, <laughs> it's not it's not the end. Um, it's just you know just the beginning of a new thing. So we just grateful um, for the time again, again, the time we spent together. We, I want to thank all the listeners out there for listening. Again, we're on Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, all the major podcast platforms. Please subscribe uh leave a rating leave a uh, leave a comment five star rating is preferred um and we just want to thank thank you guys because without obviously we did it because god wanted us to but there was a lot of people a lot of encouragement so i just want to thank everybody for listening um and we just look for i just i just look forward to what god's going to do in the future so um for everyone just want to thank you guys for pastor justin i'm frank we'll see you guys on very soon on another episode of defund the church Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe. And iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and major
0: Podcast platforms. Pod,
1: and also, don't forget to visit defundthechurch.com where you can find news and information on how to support this movement and rebuild the kingdom.